Hi everyone, this is Moni Singh and welcome uh, to our show, the Teaching uh, STEM Podcast. Uh, I have here with me a wonderful young lady, Jessica Reed. Uh, Jessica is a student at uh, UNC Chapel Hill. She's, she's a junior, but oh my goodness, what she's accomplished even in these uh, short years, that's just remarkable. I think we'll be, uh, um, we'll be hearing that her story. And she is studying um, environmental sciences and strategic communications. Um, so, um, first of all, uh, Jessica, I met Jessica at, um, it was an Enterprising Women uh, Conference and we had high, many high school students who were there and we were talking about um, uh, something. I don't remember what, I was a panelist and we were talking about something. And I remember uh, Jessica, of all these young ladies out there, Jessica stood up and she came, she approached and there were things she wanted to do and say. And I think that's something that really stood out. And I know um, later on, Jessica also uh, worked with us at STEM for Kids, first as an assistant STEM coach, then as a STEM coach. Um, and um, Jessica, we are, I'm super excited. I want to learn about you know what, have, what happened since then, so since our paths crossed and all the wonderful things that you're doing now. Yeah, thank you so much for your kind introduction. I'm excited to be able to be here and talk about my experience. So since I first started working at STEM for Kids, I completed high school. Um, at that time, I was working as an assistant STEM coach and then I uh, finished my high school degree, was admitted into UNC Chapel Hill, and then I decided on my major environmental studies. And then I also was recently admitted into a five-year dual degree program called the Environment and Science Communication Program. So that's allowed me to be able to combine my interest for the environment and communications to be able to help people better understand environmental issues and how they can take part in making our world a better place. I also was able to publish a book in fall of 2020 called Planet Now, Effective Strategies for Communicating About the Environment. And so that was a great opportunity for me to do research and talk to people in these fields and be able to share what I've learned with other people about how we can communicate about the environment. Wow, very nice. So uh, uh, tell me just a little bit about, you know, like, uh, what is it that you really enjoy about um, this particular, I mean, not just environmental studies, but, you know, communicating about that? What is it that excites you? For me, it's realizing that you can make a real difference through communications. I like to think of it in terms of ways of change. If you want to see the world around you be a better place, then you can talk about what you know and what you think will make the world a better place with other people. And they can go and share that with other people. And so you're creating waves and you can help influence. I like to think of it as public opinion um, and how people think about some of these different issues. And so like with the environment specifically, we know that there's a lot of pollution in the air, for example. And so by talking about it, we can make it on more people's minds and that allows us to focus on changes so that we can be healthier and safer. Wonderful. Um, talk to me about the, the book that you mentioned, you know, uh, what, what, what have you covered in there? What kind of research you had to go through to, uh, to even write a book? Yeah, so it basically covers the current landscape that we're facing with environmental communications of political polarization. And then also in the media, um, there's a lot of 
misinformation. So basically, a lot of information um, can be, it can be hard for people to tell whether it's true or not, or to know what to believe. So I talked about these challenges in terms of communicating about environmental issues like climate change. Then I go into some of those specific strategies. So for example, um, you can connect to what people care about. Maybe they're not very interested in learning about environmental issues, but you know that they care about skiing. And then you can say, well, climate change is making the snow melt and then maybe they'll care some more. And so I think that um, there are several different ways that you can really connect with people and help them better understand these issues. So I go through that in my book. I talk about some specific examples of things that people have done to be able to communicate about the environment and make more people aware of it. Mm -hmm. so you have your book with you? Or... You have a okay. book. Maybe you can show us that. Planet Now, amazing. You know, I would, this is so remarkable. You are a junior and people think about writing a book when they're like, okay, you know, they've seen, the, they've done, uh, like they're all, let's just put it that way. And here you are. <laughs> uh, how to talk to Selena about, you know, the, what is it that gives you this inspiration, right? What inspired you to look into environment and to the point where you feel so deeply that you already have a book now? <laughs> yeah, so for me, it was really, um, from a young age, I've grown up in the Triangle region of North Carolina and I've seen rapid urbanization and all the trees being cut down near my house. And that made me sad because I realized that we're hurting the environment. And I mean, sometimes you do have to cut down trees because people need homes, but to an extent, you also wanna make sure that you're saving some trees. And that made me realize that around the world, there are so many different environmental problems and humans are hurting the earth without always realizing how severe their impacts can be. And so I knew that I wanted to be able to do something about that, but I wasn't quite sure how. And then I remember in high school, I learned about the environmental scientist, Rachel Carson. So she published a book called Silent Spring and some of the members of the audience may have heard about or read this book, but basically it helped the American public learn about different environmental issues, especially pollution. And it inspired them to want to do more to protect the environment, including leading to the establishment of the Environmental Protection Agency and Earth Day, and different laws to protect our water and our air. And so I saw the impact of that book and it made me want to continue to learn about the environment and communications. Um, and then going to UNC and seeing that they had a dual degree program in the environment and communications just sounded perfect. So I was very excited when I was able to join that program. And and then I also learned about a program in between my freshman and sophomore years of college that helps guide college students through the process of writing a book. And so that was helpful to have some resources to learn how I could publish a book. And I was able to go for it and talk to people in that area and then write that book and share what, what's so important to me. Very, very nice. That that is a truly remarkable story. So, um, if you were to give, like, um, I mean, climate change is such a hot topic right now. If you were to give, you know, maybe a couple of tips to the audience about what we can do in our lives about climate change, uh, what would some of those tips might be? Yeah, I think the number one tip that you can do is to join with other people to be able to try to make an impact, join different organizations like nonprofits to be able to um, help make an impact in the ways where it's most needed. Because when you collaborate with other people that helps inspire some of those bigger changes. Um, but then even in your own lives, there are things you can do. 
Um, eating meat has a pretty big environmental impact. And so you don't necessarily have to completely give up all meat, but maybe you could eat meat less often and that would help you reduce your environmental impact. Um, and then just being aware of the ways that um, you might be using energy around you. I know a lot of the times we hear about, you know, like turn off the lights and it, it sounds simple, but it, it really can be helpful. Um, it's not all we need to do to protect the environment, but it's a good start. Yeah, and I, I think back to, you know, my my very early days growing up in India and electricity and water, they were both very scarce. I mean, I, I don't know if people can imagine that we would get fresh water only like there'll be two hours in the morning and then two hours in the daytime or something. And literally everybody is running around when the water comes. You have buckets and you're loading up everything and then you're kind of conserving, you know, you're using. And I think um, we don't have to go to that extreme, but the point that being aware that, you know, just leaving the water running while you're do, you know, brushing your teeth, some simple things like that, that's a lot of water that can be saved. Um, so that's that's amazing. I think it's kind of going back to basics, literally, you know, in terms of um, reducing our impact. Um, Jessica, what would you what advice would you give to youngsters who want to get into this field of environmental um, studies and especially the communication side that you've added to that now? Uh, what can they do as they, you know, there might be people who are in middle school, high school, what can they do to prepare to get into some some field like this? Yeah, I think that students can continue to take opportunities to be outside and think about what they're learning and then see how can they write about those experiences and then be able to share that with other people. And that can take different forms for different people. Maybe you're in nature and you're inspired to write a poem and maybe you share that poem with other people and they um, are inspired to also wanna care for nature and the environment more. Maybe if you wanna do a research project, you maybe you wanna go out and talk to people who are making environmental changes in the field and you can report on that and share it with people in your lives, maybe even get it published. But those are some ways that you can get a start in this field and see how you like it. Very nice. Um, uh, uh, Jessica, tell me anything, you know, um, anything funny or strange that you have kind of experienced as part of, you know, doing your work? I mean, it's a, it's a serious topic, environment, definitely. Um, but I just, I, you know, for our audience, if there was something funny that you had that you'd like to share? Yeah, I was thinking back to, I volunteered with an organization called the Sonder Market. And so it basically focuses on getting affordable and locally produced food to people who are in need of more food. And that can help reduce the environmental impact of transporting food from far away. And so when we were trying to advertise it, we came up with some different uh, funny puns, like these apples, it's the apple of my eye, or like let us work together, like with lettuce, um, or we care it about the environment. And so that was a fun thing. So especially with communications, you can um, come up with like interesting or funny ways to think about some of the different topics that you're talking about. Really, that, that's really awesome. I love it. Very nice. And I think, uh, uh, you know, one of the aspects that we noticed quite a bit is that, um, you know, students might be learning about environment or you, you're you know, doing all these different kinds of um, uh, specific topics. But I think what you have done is you've taken that and you're taking it more into the space where you're able to communicate that in a way that people can understand and maybe even apply it to their lives. So I think that's really amazing. And this kind of the, uh, the intersection of, you know, uh, communications with the environment, I think that creates like a, a new dynamic. And um, that must be really exciting for you, um, Jessica, as you kind of uh, 
find your way around it. Um, I I am wondering, Jessica, what's what is it for you like after your uh, your uh, graduation? Yeah, for me, I so after I graduate undergrad, I will be continuing to study strategic communications at the UNC Journalism School um, to complete my master's degree in media and communication. And then beyond that, I want to continue to get out there and help people better understand environmental issues and what they can do. Um, I'm not sure exactly where that will lead me, but I know that I want to continue to help um, people know how we can help make our world a better place. Maybe that means getting into consulting and helping different businesses and organizations see how they can um, increase their um, positive environmental impacts and how they can communicate about that with other people too. Um, but I, I agree, it's a super exciting field and I love being able to combine the science with the communication to be able to inspire that change. Yeah, I think you made a very important point about, you know, we may not know all the answers and that's perfectly okay, right? Keeping an open mind, you're learning new things, you're doing different things. And I think some of the pathway will become a lot more clearer as you're going through it and you say, okay, you know what, this is maybe I can be in consulting, maybe I can be in media doing, and uh, and then you create that pathway as you go. And um, oftentimes it's more about, hey, I feel this interest right now, let me go explore that a little bit more. And, um, you know, the other paths open up. Very nice. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for sharing your insight, sharing your journey with us. Um, uh, I wish you all the best in uh, what you're doing. I think it's very important. And um, uh, thank you so much for being an inspiration for so many youngsters around you. Um, and all the best with everything that's, that's happening in your world. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. And I'm glad I got to talk with everyone.